Whether you're at the beginning of your property journey, looking to enter the market, or a seasoned professional seeking new strategies and insights, this podcast is your one-stop resource for all things property investment. Welcome to the Property Investors Network podcast. Let's embark on this exciting journey together and make your property investment dreams a reality. Mortgage interest rate predictions and what you want to be looking out for right here, right now. Hello, my name is Mark Fitzgerald and it's great to have you joining me here at the Property Investor Network podcast and YouTube channel. So right now, the housing market could be looked at as in turmoil. Interest rates have been going up, utilities, there's a cost of living crisis and all of these different things are mounting up to make it very challenging for property investors, for landlords to actually make a decent living in the property market. So a lot of landlords are selling up, a lot of landlords are wanting to get out of the market and with that of course always brings opportunity. Since 2021 when we started to come out of these lockdowns we've had what has been called in the market a mini boom so house prices have been rocketing up and it's been a seller's market where loads of people have been trying to outbid each other time after time to get hold of property so with the interest rate currently staying the same what are mortgage companies doing and what do we predict for the future when it comes to the mortgage rates when it comes to mortgages out there at the moment because as landlords we are getting hit left right and center it feels like near enough every day with different challenges with different things happening happening out there so what i would say is all of a sudden now with the uh, interest rate staying the same, you know, inflation seems to be controlled at the moment. We still need to get that down more, but mortgage rates are at the moment starting to come down. Now I travel around and go to a lot of the property investor network networking events. So I hear from a lot of the different financial brokers in the sector, keep my ear to the ground, of course, I always say you want to be the property professional in whatever strategy that you're doing. But at the moment, it has been very, very challenging. Now, there's a few things that we need to be watching out for to be savvy investors to make sure that we're doing the best things out there. But first and foremost, the market right here and right now, and we are in October, uh, November time, 2023, the mortgage rates are dropping slightly from what they have been. I mean, we've been seeing mortgage rates at potentially five, six, seven, eight percent stupid numbers, making deals not stack, making it very, very difficult to be going out there, to be getting mortgage, to be getting lending on anything that you're trying to do. Now, I'm glad to say that those silly numbers are starting to tailor off a bit now, and mortgage rates are actually below. The base rate at the moment as well. So for buy to lets, which is your single let dwellings where you let the property to a family, it is still very, very challenging to get your numbers to work to actually make profits from single let properties, which is why we always say you want to be looking at high cash flowing properties, high end properties, whether you're doing HMOs, houses of multiple occupation, where you have one property, but you let the property out on a room by room basis, or of course, short term rentals, serviced accommodation, Airbnb and holiday lets, where you can let one single dwelling out on a short term basis. Those are higher cash flowing strategies. And of course, 
whatever mortgage types you're going for there. We have short-term rental packages. They have obviously HMO packages. You do need to make sure that you have the right mortgage package on the deal that you're doing. You can't just get a buy-to-let mortgage and do HMOs or service accommodations unless you have permission to do so. So do make sure that you have the relevant contracts. So the market at the moment is stagnant and is actually dropping and dipping in areas. In the south, in London area, it's dropping a lot quicker than it is, obviously. I'm based up north, so house prices are a little bit more moderate here anyway, a little bit more uh, doable, so to speak. There's some big, big money, big bucks to be spent down in London and, of course, down south and in major cities as well. So we are seeing a dip, but it's now become a buyer's market. So what do I mean by that? Well, right now, it is your opportunity to be able to go out there and get good deals. Why? Because properties are sat on the market. They are not shifting. They are not moving that quickly. Uh, and if anything, some of the sellers are getting so fed up with the offers or waiting that they're taking the properties off the market. And of course, you always want to be looking for the problem. It's about going out there and solving the property problem. But if you're looking at just having a few vanilla buy to lets, you know, I have seen rates at the moment that are about 4.8% for the two-year term. So you would lock it in for two years at 4.8%. Or if you were going to lock it in for five years, which is predominantly what a lot of investors like to do. Uh, you know, we always want to get investing and we always want to do investing for the long term. They're about 4.7%. Now, you may be able to get a bit cheaper or you may see something that costs a lot more. But one of the top tips that I just want to share with you right here and right now is... You have to look at the fees. These are the cheeky little fees that banks uh, and mortgage providers, the financial sector put in there. So they may hit you with a mortgage rate of about 3.8%, but then you may have these massive fees to actually upfront costs that you have to spend or pay to get into that uh, mortgage. Now, sometimes it can work. It can work for you. You know, obviously a lower interest rate over the long term might be better for you. If, uh, if you can pay the fees up front. But of course, if you have a higher mortgage rate uh, with smaller fees, that might work for you as well because less upfront capital. But just be mindful and be aware of the fees. I mean, I'm seeing HMO mortgage terms at the moment as well at about 4.5% as well. So actually a bit lower than buy to lets, unbelievably, when they're normally uh, higher. Now, it depends how you're buying properties as well. Um, are you buying it in your personal name or are you buying it in a limited company? Uh, and we're actually seeing great rates at the moment in limited companies. So the best way realistically to uh, prevent getting higher rate tax payments for yourself uh, is to have it in a limited company rather than having it in your t personal name, where of course then the tax is all on you on the profits that you're making. So do make sure that you seek the relevant and professional financial advice when doing any of these deals, okay? You need to see that. You need to go and speak to the accountants, to speak to the tax um, professionals in the property sector and be able to set you up compliantly. I'm just telling you what to watch out for and some of the hints and trips to look for. So again, if we go back to the HMO mortgages, I've seen them at five for five years at 4.7% as well locked in. But again, watch out for the fees, check out the fees and make sure your numbers stack. We have to do our due diligence here. Buy to let, single let, property deals. It's very, very hard on that at the moment. It's very, very hard to get those deals to stack. And if you are a buy to let, 
Landlord, you need to be taking care. You need to be really looking at your mortgages. Are you on a fixed term or are you on a flexible term? Is that term going to be coming to an end soon? Are you all of a sudden going to go from something that could be about 2% up to 4.8%, which could completely not only wipe out all the profit that you make month on month, but equally mean that you have to put your hand in your own pocket and actually start paying for the property yourself. You don't want to be in that. So can you repurpose your properties? Do have a look at your properties. If they are single lets, maybe they have no potential to be HMOs. Maybe you do not want to do HMOs. Could you repurpose those for short-term rentals? Can you speak to the mortgage providers to see if they'll allow, give you permission to do so? Or are you already allowed to do so and you just don't know because you've never had a look? But potentially you could repurpose a property, even if you let it go to somebody else to manage it for you, but you could repurpose it to short-term rentals, in which case then with interest rates going up, that will not hit your profit margin so, so much because with short-term rentals, you should be making more money. Again, can you repurpose a property for HMOs? Maybe you don't want to repurpose anything. Maybe you're just fed up and you want to sell your properties. Of course, it is a great time as well if you're a portfolio landlord to be working with savvy investors that know what they're doing. Put the shoe on the other foot. We're always investors getting out there looking to do purchase lease options, looking to buy portfolios. Put your shoe on the other foot. Maybe you're a landlord out there that's just had enough, that's maybe got a portfolio of buy to but they built up over the last 20 years. It really worked out well, and maybe you're coming to the end of that. And what I would say is, don't just rely on going to um, a state agent to try and sell your portfolio because that can be very, very difficult. What I would actually say is to start surrounding yourself with savvy investors, people who will be able to take that portfolio off your hands on a year by year basis, maybe doing lease options, maybe freeing you up, giving you some money each and every year so that you don't have to get stung by high t capital gains tax and doing it professionally. You can give it, of course, to an estate agent and say, I've got a portfolio here we go. And in most people's minds, they're thinking, wow, an estate agent will love that. A portfolio is great, but it's not. It's not always great for them because they're thinking, I've got 10 houses from this one landlord to sell. That's 10 different houses to do all the due diligence on, all the photographs on, to be marketing out, to be doing viewings, whereas they could be doing one viewing on a house, potentially have the opportunity to sell that. With your portfolio, they're doing 10 viewings. It could be taking them most of the week just to do the viewings for somebody to say that they're not bothered or for that deal to fall through, of course. So if you are a savvy investor and you're looking to get out, go to your local networking events, property investor networking events. There are 49 of those up and down the country. Go and connect with people and see who's interested in starting to buy properties in your area. Okay. And likewise for us, the investors who are out there, be reaching out to people that you know. Make sure that everybody in your area knows that you're a property investor. And now is a great time to be getting involved in property, using creative strategies, looking for the property problem. Somebody out there will have a problem that you can solve if you know what you're doing and of course getting yourselves out there. So interest rates and the predictions, what do we see them doing in the future? Well, I do think that the, the base interest rate from the Bank of England will go up uh, at least a couple more times over the next six months, that's for sure. But uh, I do see that mortgage companies and banks will keep their uh, products in the hole 
achievable for people because banks don't make money. Now, just think of a bank. A bank is a business and a bank will not make any money if nobody buys any properties. If nobody can get a mortgage, a bank cannot make money on the money that it's borrowed to be able to distribute out. So they have to keep mortgage rates reasonable. They have to keep fees reasonable. In most cases, they have to give you plenty of options because if you cannot do the deals or if we cannot do the deals, the banks cannot make any money whatsoever. So it is in our interest at the moment to be able to go out there and speak to independent mortgage brokers. Don't go to the banks and speak to the mortgage brokers there. Of course, you can if you want to, but you'll only get a small part of the market. Reach out and go and speak to independent mortgage brokers who have the full market at their disposal. You will get the best deals, you will get the best rates, and you, they will be able to pick the best packages for you because they're not just tied in to maybe working with Halifax or Nationwide or Santander or anything like that. They will have everybody. So all of those big names will be there, but there'll also be some other little gems there as well. And I would say a top tip here, if you're watching this video, before you leave here, make sure you make a note to go and speak to an independent mortgage broker if you haven't already and see what it would take for you to get a mortgage. Don't ever be shy. Don't ever think, oh, I've had bad credit when I was younger. Potentially, that I'll never get a mortgage yet, so I'll just wait until I need one. If you're going to be thinking about buying property over the next 12 to 24 months, you need to speak to an independent mortgage broker now and see where you stand. Can you get a mortgage? If you can get a mortgage now, absolutely brilliant. If you cannot, why can I not? And then you can start working on that over the next six months to get yourself into a position where you can get a mortgage, okay? No point going out and finding a great deal, not being able to finance it through the banks and everything. Why? Because you just didn't look at your mortgage, uh, you didn't look at your financial scores, you didn't see whether you were eligible to be able to do this, okay? And don't take no as a bad answer, just take no as, okay, fair enough, what do I need to do to get myself into that position? Because you might as well start working towards that now. I hope this episode has helped you. As always, we are here to help you at the Property Investor Network. So do check out pinfurtherlearning.co.uk for all your property investing needs. Come and join us at the PIN Community Facebook group. It's a fantastic group, over 20,000 property investors in there, all helping each other move forward. And of course, please feel free to subscribe, like, share this episode as well if you've enjoyed it. And I look forward to you joining me in the next episode very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Property Investors Network podcast. Remember, investing in property is not just about numbers and profits, but also about building communities and creating a lasting impact. You can do this by checking out our website at pinfurtherlearning.co.uk. And of course, look to book onto your local property investors networking event. We are here to help and support you every step of the way, and I look forward to you joining me very soon. Bye for now.